The reviews are in, and we're going to tell you what they are. He's Todd Vandenberg. I'm Rob Steele. And coming up on the show, Marvel moves some stuff around again. John Cena is getting a superhero show. And could I actually like a movie with Millie Bobby Brown in it? Well, Ooh. stranger things have happened. But, yes, that's my pun for the week. Thank you. Tune in next week. No, I'm kidding. Um, likely no. Do tune in next week, but stick around for, if nothing else, this really odd petition that is now going around to have a movie removed from Netflix. Yes. Uh, the movie in question is Split. H have you seen this this week, by the way? The I, petition. I, I thought you were talking about a different movie. No, I haven't heard about this movie. No, yeah, well, if you haven't seen Split, and we reviewed it, what, seven or eight years ago when it came out. <clears throat> yes. I'm kidding. It, it's, it's, it's been four. Yeah. And this sequel has come out. So where were you people with this petition? Um, there's a, there, there's a, the main character is played by James McAvoy, who has, uh, let me get this right, because otherwise I'll upset somebody, dissociative identity disorder. Yes. formerly known as multiple personalities. Yes. And apparently this has upset the dissociative identity disorder community who have signed a petition to have it removed because they find it offensive. Yes. Now, the quote in this article, I didn't write this. The quote in the article is, the petition is not signed by one person or a collective of people living in one person. That's really harsh. Um, Ow. Um, I can yeah, it's, it's apparently a thing. I don't know. Kind of see people being maybe a bit upset. However, <clears throat> at no point in the movie do they say, oh, people with dissociative identity disorder, they're all crazy and they're all going to be killers. And it's like, no. That is no. not the portrayal of the character. I wonder if any of them saw the movie. It's because half of the movie. There is someone trying to help this person. That too. You know, they're helping them get help. And they're looking for help. You know, there's one particular personality. Sorry. There are two particular personalities that this character has that aren't particularly good. Out of, I think, 17. <clears throat> the other personalities want help. The other personalities seek help and are getting help. It's just not enough. And like you said, Rob, it's fiction. <laughs> So, Tis I don't know. Real. Personally, I think that we should, you and I, we should start a petition because last week I saw a movie with a white guy over 30 who committed a murder. So, my feelings are hurt. I'm like, <laughs> you know, let's not be stupid, okay? It in no way smears all people and in no way makes fun of this person. Uh, Jesus. Put your big boy pants on and shut up. No, that'd be too easy. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I do not understand this in the slightest. But you know what? If you want, if that's and what I you want say, to do, I will say if it did say, "Oh, anybody like that is dangerous," if it said that, if it mocked the person, right. that would be an entirely different situation. <laughs> yes, you should protest it. But like you said, Rob, movie's four years old. Like, what, I, I mean, what if if for? the sequel to the if the movie has got a sequel already then that means it's been out long enough for you to have already done this. <clears throat> yeah. kind of. Even the sequel came out, what, two uh, years ago? A bit odd. A bit odd. I, I just work here. I don't make the stuff up. Yeah. 
Although if I did, it might look a bit more coherent than the WandaVision trailer that came out. <laughs> I mean, it looks weird and it's kind of comical and a lot creepier than I was expecting. <clears throat> um, you know, I'll admit I've always been a bit on the fence about the WandaVision series because I'm kind of like, really? That looks kind of I like odd. It. I like it. Uh, and I, I love it, actually, because I think it's supposed to be weird and it's supposed to be like that yeah that's her power is to her ultimate power is to bend reality and that's what she's doing well also there's a the big thing about how is vision still alive he was killed two movies ago um mm -hmm. i have a theory and th this this makes sense to me and it should make <laughs> sense to everybody else at the end of end game spoilers mm -hmm. okay and if some I don't know what rock you've been living under where you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, if you're listening to our show, you've seen Endgame. <laughs> Mom, go find what Dad's doing in the garage and come back. <clears throat> um, the at the end of Endgame, they put the Infinity Stones back where they were. Well, the last time we saw the Mind Stone was in Vision's head. So. <clears throat> I'm Could thinking be. they just put it back in Vision's head and, hey, look, he's alive again. And from there on, Wanda does whatever the hell Wanda does. Yeah. And my theory is that he's still dead because they didn't put him back there. They put it back where it was before they used it to make Vision. But she's creating her alternate reality, her own reality. So, of course, Vision is there. So Could be a thing. Either way works. And, and both of them may be true because, like you said, it's going to be a weird show. It's going to be a weird show. Almost what? as weird as Hellstrom, which is another okay. MCU property. And we found out, uh, I think it's this week we found out finally that it is coming out uh, on October 16th on Hulu. And it's not going to be a weekly episodic thing. The entire series, Binge Watchers Enjoy, will be coming out on October 16th. Yay. That's, so, a, that's a plus. That's a plus. And I might even make up for the fact that all the Marvel movies have been moved back to at least next year. Yep. Uh, Black Widow has been moved back to May 7th. Shang-Chi has been moved to July 9th. And I thought it was 2022. Apparently it's next year. Uh, with the Eternals not coming out until November 5th. So we've got no Marvel movies this year, but three of them next year. Yep. Everything got socked back basically a full year. <clears throat> Yeah. Which is kind of what happens uh, when people can't go to the movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm still uh, surprised that Marvel just didn't go the Disney Plus route with Black Widow instead of waiting. For Part of me is, but at years. the same time, I they know that even if they push it back, it's going to make a ton of money. Oh, yeah. And it, it's Disney, so they want mo more money. I guess. Make up for those Star Wars disasters. <laughs> those relative relative disasters. Of relative. Life. Yeah, they, they got too much money on those anyway. Uh, something that somebody's not going to be getting any more money on, CW. The network is no longer going to be getting money off the Supergirl series starting, I guess, after next season, because next season <clears throat> is the last one. Yeah. I got to admit, I'm I'm not entirely surprised because the series is. I'm not going to say it's not as good as it all as it was when it started, 
but it, it seems to be lacking a bit. And yeah, it's not horrible. It's just kind of, oh, look, it's there. And I'll say I'm, I'm underwhelmed by virtually every DC live action TV series they've ever done because they consistently find a way to forget that a character has a certain power or ability and, oh, we have an actor. We'll just do what the actor can do, like jump away from fire, trot down stairs. It's like, come on, get some freaking writers who've read the comics. Arrow, Arrow did good for the first two seasons, I thought. But since then, yeah, it's <clears throat> it's had issues. But don't panic, DC fans. There's going to be another TV series, and it's going to be a spinoff from the Suicide Squad. Peacemaker is getting his own series on HBO Max. And yes, that is the character being played by John Cena. So my guess is he's going to live through the movie. Thanks for the spoiler, guys. <laughs> going to be an eight episode series um apparently james gunn is going to write and executive produce and possibly even direct multiple episodes now that that makes it immediately more interesting to me are you interested in this series not in the <laughs> slightest but yeah, I'm, not, I'm not either <clears throat> i don't care about the, i barely know about the character and it's like okay it's john cena that's cool james Gunn, that's cool and maybe it will turn out to be great but it's like it could. <clears throat> yes, we, okay. yes we, we watch things so you don't have to. So, yes, we're going to watch at least an episode and go, oh, that was better than we thought. Or, oh. That goes, was... that goes in the category of underwhelming news. I'll, I'll put it in that category. Yeah. But uh, Peacemaker, kind of, he's kind of a cop character, which goes into the first movie to be reviewed this week, which is about cops. And not in a bad way, because you know, every so often there are good cops. As a you know, and the movie poster for this even says, "Hey, this guy's a good cop, but he's a bad man," or something like that. Uh, <laughs> the movie is the French Connection, which yes falls into the category of films I probably should have seen by now, but never got around to. Uh, came out in 1971, so it's not new. <clears throat> No. <laughs> the film stars Gene Hackman as Popeye Doyle and Roy Schneider as Buddy Russo, and they're cops in Brooklyn, I think. Uh, near as I can tell for the plot. And don't get me wrong, I didn't not like this movie, but. Uh, so the plot. Near as I can tell, they're trying to stop a drug deal from going down to New York. That's. And the <laughs> guy who's selling the drugs is from France, therefore, <laughs> the French connection. Indeed. And it's supposed to be one of the all-time great cop movies with lots of action and lots of drama. And if by action you mean stakeouts in real time and drama, uh, I suppose, is the loud jazz music played off-key just enough for you to be uncomfortable. Uh, the suspense in this movie for me is whether or not the orchestra conductor is going to get those instruments tuned. I could not get into this. I wanted to. I should have, because Gene Hackman apparently won the Academy Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role for this. And I'm thinking it must have been a slow year. Because, I mean, yeah, he plays a cop. He plays a, you know, a, it's not a spectacular cop. But a couple years later, Roy Snyder played a cop just as good in Blue Thunder. Did not get nominated for that movie. You know, just saying. 
And perhaps it's that I'm looking back through it through the eyes of time or whatever, because current movies have better action, but usually worse writing. Uh, writing on old movies was better back then, I think, to make up for the lack of action they were capable of doing. Because you didn't have CG and uh, very little in the way of special effects. Everything was practical and expensive. But in this movie, nothing really nothing really stood out to me. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, so perhaps at the time it was groundbreaking. I, I wouldn't know because this movie came out about six months after I did. <laughs> so... I mean, it did make money. It had a budget of less than $2 million and made almost $52 million. So, bonus points for them, I guess. I, I think my problem is that they're not spectacular cops. They're just, they're cops. Yes. And that's about it to it. They're just cops. Um, um, so, if you like the TV show Cops, maybe this movie for, is for you. Um, I would say that the moral of this story is don't panic. Because this movie could have ended about halfway through if the bad guys hadn't panicked. Now, if the bad guys had let it go after their first run-in with the cops, then they're fine. The captain or whatever said, you've done enough with this case, drop the case immediately. But then the bad guys send a sniper <coughs> after Popeye Doyle, who misses, and stirs up that, hey, maybe they were right about the case attitude. But then the sniper also runs away. I'm like, you know, if you walk, they're not going to know it's you. Slow down. Now, I will give you this. The the chase that comes out of this um, was yes, good. I'm for that. <clears throat> but, uh, it, and, and it did have an unexpected ending. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it had a very unexpected ending for this time period. But is this movie worth seeing? Honestly, I could have done without it. Like I said, the, there, to me, there wasn't anything spectacular. The chase scene with the subway was good. Even though it's an above-ground subway making it a whatever. It's an L. It's an elevated train. Okay. An uh, L chase. If, if I can throw in, it won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Screenplay, Adapted Screenplay. Best, yeah, it was a book. And, and nominated... Scheider was nominated for Best uh, Supporting Actor, which Good. doesn't really matter. But I think it's a great movie. It's one of the all-time great car chases. It's suspenseful, very suspenseful, I think. I, I think the the pauses in the action, which can be pretty long. They are not of, as bad me, that's as part uh, of but Once Upon a Time in the West. Those were horrific. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Lengthy. <clears throat> I'm fine with a slow burn. That was like a that was like a slow burn that lasted for years. That was a smolder. <clears throat> I think the fire went out several times in that one. I really like this movie. I think it's excellent, and it still holds up as one of the greatest all-time car chase sequences. Which, yeah, if you like action, and and like you said, there's no CGI. They filmed this in real time. They almost killed somebody because someone wandered onto the set that was closed, of course, so they could have this car sequence so fun times um yeah, <clears throat> yeah this and, and bullet it was a good movie it just better than anything you'll see in fast and furious bs oh, yeah <clears throat> i just i don't know i couldn't get into it for some reason <clears throat> it seems like the kind of thing i should like considering but i just and again this is my opinion make up your own mind that's that's what you're supposed to do I will say 
it did win best picture. I don't think it was the best picture that year, but like Clockwork Orange came out the same way, same year. Just saying. Well, you know, that's why I'm wearing this hat this week. Not that you can tell at home because we were going to do video, but someone's camera died. Yes, they did. It did. You know, maybe it was the silly hat that Gene Hackman wore. Someone that's a bastard. It's a great hat. I actually have ordered one of those hats, by the way. It's a pork pie. It's awesome. It is. <laughs> or to the kids out there, it's a Blues Brothers hat. And by kids, I mean someone over 40. Yeah, something like that. Because everyone else is like, who the hell are the Blues Brothers? Fine. We're reviewing that next week. Note to self. <laughs> Which makes me sad. I am actually, that means I'm going to have to show that to, to my one daughter who hasn't seen it yet. <gasps> Such a crime. Such She's a 12. Sin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can, That's I can, why I haven't shown it to her yet. <laughs> you might, might hold off on that one a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, possibly. My film, first film I'm going to talk about, stars... Someone who is in the MCU. A couple more notes about news in the MCU. Apparently, oh, Marvel. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I, I forgot this one. That's cool. They're closer to bringing Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. Lovely, lovely word. Yay! Uh, they have announced that Samuel L. Jackson. I don't know why we don't still call him Sam, because that leaves more room for his, you know, cursing. Uh, yeah. He is signed on to play Nick Fury in. A so far untitled Disney Plus series. So not the announcement wasn't that he's going to show up in one of the series that's already out there. Another series. Which makes me think, okay, since we have to wait to make movies, we'll just throw another series on Disney Plus. Uh, rumors are that Marvel is looking at John Krasinski as an alt-universe Captain America, which is like, no. We don't need an alt-universe Captain America. We have a new Captain America coming out, Sam Wilson. There's going to be the fake Captain America in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's going to come out. U.S. US agent. Yeah, U.S. agent, right? So, yeah, we don't need an alt-universe Captain America. And besides, I think they're just trolling him because he, when he saw Chris Hemsworth, as we talked about on the show a couple times, he said, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to play Captain America because I thought I was in shape, and I'm not. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, the dude needs to be Reed Richards, okay? I think they're just trolling us to throw us off the track. He needs to be Reed Richards. Let's, let's Absolutely. Stop there. Rumors that they want Keanu Reeves as Moon Knight, which has been announced. As oh, is that who they were? I've been seeing Keanu Reeves, but I have not seen a character attached to it. Yeah, they're talking about Mark Spector, which would be freaking awesome i'll i'll take that thank you oh my god yeah seriously although i would also take the other crazy actor the crazier actor the much more crazy actor gary sinise not gary sinise gary Busey. <laughs> not, not that crazy uh joaquin phoenix i was thinking he would be lovely as as moon knight but i really i would really like to see keanu reeves as, as moon knight uh, there have been several sites saying that Letitia Wright, Shuri, will be the new Black Panther, which is like, and I know she was Black Panther in the comics. I get it. Okay, fine. I think that's a terrible move because then we're going to lose the fun. How's, how is she going to be Black Panther and be the crazy, whacked out? I mean, if anything, she, she needs to be their new Iron Man. Not literally, but 
she needs to be the replacement for that character, not Black Panther. I was thinking that. <clears throat> you know, hello, we got a Koye, like we talked about. We talked before about a, you know, have a Koye. Yeah. Do it. Uh, they, they have multiple characters <clears throat> who could do it, and I get it that it would be comics accurate. And it's not that she couldn't be the Black Panther; she would be great. But then you lose the funny aspect of it, uh, you know, that the tech. I mean, she's basically the new Iron Man. And they would just lose that. And to me, that's just a really, really bad choice. So I hope they don't go that way. Again, she would be wonderful as a Black Panther, but you're going to lose another character if you do that. So I think that would be a terrible move. And did you see this stuff about Black Adam that they are introducing a lot of other DC Universe characters with a Black Adam? I didn't even see this. No, I I missed that entirely. Uh, Apparently, the Justice Society is going to be part of the Black Adam movie. Hadn't hadn't seen anything about that. So they're introducing Dr. Fate. Uh, It's not not the classic Justice Society, but they're they're bringing in Dr. Fate and mm, three other characters, and I can't remember who they are, but only one of them, the other one, was uh, in the actual Justice Society, so it won't be the Green Lantern like he was originally, the original Green Lantern. But it's like, okay, that's very interesting that we're pulling in other characters and... The Rock even tweeted is like something along the lines of your time is coming or there's a new new boys in town, whatever, like towards the Justice League is like, that's very interesting. So hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Aldous. Aldous Hodge. Yes. Is playing Hawkman. Hawkman. That's who I don't know. why I couldn't think of Hawk. Probably because they canceled his comic. Uh, but yeah. So Hawk, Hawkman was again. Right. How many times have they canceled Hawkman comics? Like five, six times now. Uh, at least. And apparently yeah. Noah Cent I am going to mispronounce your last name, dude. Noah Centianio yes. is playing Adam Smasher. Adam Smasher, which I Adam Smasher was not originally in the Justice Society, but he did show up in the Justice Society later. I mean right. and by originally I mean like in the forties. So Yeah, he didn't I don't think he showed up until the eighties version. Yeah. So um, Doctor Fate and Cyclone are other characters announced, right. and they haven't they haven't cast either either of those characters. But pretty interesting, yeah. Interesting choices. I really like that Hawkman's going to be in it because I think Hawkman's been given kind of short shrift through forever, forever, everything, and he's a very interesting character. It'd be interesting to see which version of Hawkman we get too. Um, but it's supposed to be Carter Hall, according uh, to this article. Excellent. Excellent. So I already thought, oh, Black Adam will be fun. It'll be cool because it's The Rock and The Rock always makes fun. Like we say, are they always great movies? Nope. Are they always fun movies? I have yet Usually. to see a movie with The Rock that has not been fun. You know, like you had mentioned Rampage and I, what, whenever Rampage came out and I thought, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. It's, it looks stupid. And it's incredibly fun. Yeah. Uh, now, the okay. <clears throat> the Tooth Fairy thing. Okay, well, I haven't watched the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I haven't yeah, watched yeah, it yeah. either. But I, I recant my previous comment. But uh, this makes me much more interested because I love the character of Doctor Fate. Really like Hawkman. So, man, this this movie has a ton has built up a ton of interest for me all of a sudden. So this looks really, really, really good. So super hyped about that. So back to the guy who is already in the MCU, not the DCU, but the MCU, 
uh, a gentleman who is pretty well known for playing Ant-Man. He's also done a lot of other work. Paul Rudd. Yeah. He does a lot of comedies or, or adds that element to his films. This is a straight-up drama he did that just came out a couple years ago about a very interesting person who is no longer with us, Mo Berg, former Major League catcher who also was a spy, and that is basically the title of the movie, The Catcher Was a Spy. So Mo Berg was... Spoiler? A really, yeah, kind of a, a little bit of a spy. The Catcher Was a Spy. So he, he one of the teams that he at least played with, and, and they depict in the film, he played for the Boston Red Sox. This is in the late 30s, early 40s. Um, he, was, he was playing for them and decided he wanted to do his bit. So he had a friend who he knew was working in Washington. He didn't know what he was work doing. Turned out he was working for the OSS, which was the precursor of the CIA. And Berg was an extremely brilliant player, brilliant person, brilliant player too, but brilliant person, spoke several languages. And he thought, you know, I want to help the war effort. So they recruited him to go make contact with a certain physics professor who was leading the Nazi push to build the atomic bomb, Heisenberg. Not, not the guy who cooked meth in the high school lab. Um, so he goes, off on the, uh, he goes off on the mission to try to find out, because they, they were getting conflicting reports, if he was trying to slow it down or if he was doing his best, because Heisenberg was German and he's working for the Germans, and of course they want to win the war, et cetera, et cetera. And, and again, he's, he's, he's become a spy, but he's not in a spy. He's not in the military, nothing like that. He's a guy, and his mission is to kill him if it turns out that he is actively trying to create the bomb. So this starts off showing Paul Rudd again playing Moberg, playing baseball, playing baseball fairly well because he's a major league player. He was not a great player by any means. He was probably the smartest player uh, possibly ever because dude was brilliant, uh, which tells you how good baseball is because he could have done anything and he wanted to be a baseball player. So he goes through, he, he makes the connection with his friend. He gets recruited into the OSS. He goes through some training so he knows how to fight, how to, you know, how to fight effectively and kill people if he needs to. Fire, if it's everything like this. And then he gets set up under a different identity. He meets um, Heisenberg at a party, has some discussions, and he's trying to figure out, is he really trying to perfect the bomb or is he trying to slow it down? And it's going to be his call as to whether or not he's going to kill him. So that's, that's, that's the crux of the film. So it's a really good cast. Paul Rudd is excellent in this. Also has Tom Wilkinson, Connie Nielsen, Mark Strong plays Heisenberg. There could have been more, cool. more, more Mark Strong in the movie, unfortunately. But there isn't. Isn't that always the way, though? Yeah, it seems like it. it's like, hey, we need, we need you in this movie. Uh, can you? It's gonna be like ten minutes of screen time. You cool with that? It's like, yeah, sure. Like, come on, dude. That's <laughs> like anyway. This movie could have been great. It should have been great. And instead, it's just okay, which was very, very sad to me. Um, you would love this movie because you love movies that are slow. 
Oh, yes, thanks. Yeah. And, and here's the awful thing. This movie is, I think, 92 minutes long, and it's slow. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, 98 minutes long. And it's, it feels like it's about three hours long. <laughs> okay, you have baseball. You could have lots of baseball scenes. They have some baseball scenes. You have... But that would speed you, it up. You have training to be a spy. You have, you know, all this, the complex stuff of trying to figure out what he should do. We have action sequences. And it drags. The whole movie drags. It's terribly paced. Um, it's very badly underwritten because you get a sense of how smart Berg was, but not enough. Um, they delve into his personal life because apparently he was bisexual. According to the film, I have no idea if that's true or not. Hopefully it's true because that's what they put in the film. Um, so you have some of the conflict of you know, him handling that situation, which is fine. But is that really the main thing that we want to... If, if you're going to spend 98 minutes on a movie about, hmm, do I have to kill this guy to save the world? Really? And you're going to spend time on his personal relationships in 98 minutes? You need to focus on the freaking relation, on, on the big picture. Like the moral dilemma is, do I have to kill this person? And figuring out if he has to kill this person, how can I discover what his intentions are? So, you know, it's worth watching because, again, Rudd is excellent. Strong is excellent. Tom Wilkins is an surprise. Surprise. Everybody in it is really good. There's a fun scene where he's playing baseball just with some guys while he's, while he's training, and most of them don't know who he is, and one recognizes, hey, aren't you Moberg, and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, come on, guys, I, you know, I barely played, whatever, because he was very, because he, I think lifetime batting average is 238, something like that, which he says. He's like, yeah, I hit 235. He's like, relax. So, they, and of course, these are just normal guys, so he throws him a pitch, and he, like, blasts it so far they can't even get the damn ball. And uh, so he has this great camaraderie with the guys because he was kind of isolated with his own teammates because he was different. He never felt that he, that he fit in, which he talks about a few times, which I can see why he wouldn't feel that he fit in because he's very different from most people on the planet. But I, I would love to see them redo this movie. And I know it just came out two years ago and I would love to see Paul Rudd play him again, but get a better script and get a better director. Cause this could have been a terrific movie. And instead it's just like, yeah, that was worth watching. But boy, yeah. it, a total misfire. By the way, that's on Hulu. The other film I'm talking about also on Hulu, because we talk about Netflix and Amazon and stuff. So I love some love to Hulu. Again, totally worth watching. The other film also deals with villainy, which is a good thing because it's actually called Villains. Convenient. So, just came out last year. Uh, a, a young couple who are basically two-bit hoods is what we used to call them. Amateur criminals, as they call them in the blurb. Uh, they're not very good crooks, so they, they robbed a convenience store, barely managed to do that. Forgot to forgot to put gas in the car, so they run out of gas in their getaway vehicle, which is really <laughs> smart. Luckily for them, they ran out of gas near a house. They go check out That's the house. almost convenient. They think they'll, oh, wow, look, there's a car in the garage. We'll just steal the car. They can't get into the garage. So then they figure out, well, we'll just break into the house and look for the keys. 
which I uh, kind of think they could break into the garage more easily. But anyway, so they break into the house, look for the keys, can't find the keys. They look, go down in the basement thinking, I don't know why they go down in the basement, because why would the keys be down there? But they go down in the basement. Oh, no, there's a young girl chained down in the basement. This all happens like in the first 10 minutes. So, you know, whatever. Mom and dad come home, though. And that's when the fun ensues, because you have these people, the the robbers, played by Bill Skarsgård, who is excellent really? and kind of creepy. Yes, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. The new Pennywise. Interesting. And he does a great job in this, because he's kind of incompetent and bumbling, but only semi. Uh, so it's a, I would say it's a very dark comedy. Um it's also listed as horror. It's like, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no horror to it. And there's thriller and crime stuff, but not no horror stuff. So his girlfriend, Jules, uh, also very, very well done, Micah Monroe, Monroe, she's horrified that this girl is chained down in the basement. She wants to get that girl away from these people who've obviously kidnapped this child because she's, despite the fact that she's out robbing, people. She's a good person. She's good-hearted. She doesn't want to leave this kid there. So it's the struggle that ensues between the couple who live in the house and, and the young couple is like, how can we make this happen? All kinds of crazy action happens with this. I'm not going to go into any further details, just then it's a lot of fun to watch what happens and the ups and downs of it. Kara uh, Sedgwick, who played the closer on TV, has been in lots and lots of films. She is the mom. She's a bit unbalanced in a very, very fun way. Uh, I'm sure someone will protest this film and ask it to be taken from Hulu. Um, she's very unbalanced, actually. But this movie is so fun of the cat and mouse game between the four characters. Um, really, really odd things happen in this film. I'll just leave it at that. This is definitely worth watching. Uh, I will give you this spoiler alert. It does have a bit of a... As you go along, it gets darker. I'll just leave it at that. It gets to be a pretty dark film. So, and I don't mean you can't see what's on the screen. So, yeah. Not in a DC way. Not in a DC way, exactly. So, another one that's... You can rent it on... Prime, but it's freely available if you have Hulu. So this is Villains, just came out last year. It stars Bill Skarsgård, and he's excellent. I think he does a better job in this than he did in It as Pennywise, because uh, really there wasn't a lot for him to do as Pennywise when you get down to it. So if you like that actor, you will really like this movie. Um, Micah Mon Monroe plays Jules, excellent. Kyra Sedgwick, excellent. Or Kira, yeah, I'm sorry. And Jeffrey Donovan plays the other adult character the guy who the, the 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 dad character he's excellent as well and i uh if you're listening which would be really strange mr donovan i've never heard of you before awesome he is absolutely awesome in this so super fun movie uh again if you like dark weird comedies where bad things happen to good people maybe highly recommend villains and if you like paul rudd you need to watch The Catcher Was a Spy. See, now we've got stuff to watch on Hulu, where uh, <clears throat> conveniently you can also find The French Connection. Very convenient. It, it's a Hulu week, except except for, uh, for this, one. this last one. 
which is on Netflix. Sorry. Woo! Uh, it's a new movie that came out this week. See, something new can happen. It's called Enola Holmes. And uh, focuses on our main character, whose name is conveniently Enola Holmes. Enola being a backward spelling of the word alone. And you'll hear that rather frequently through the movie. And that's probably my only negative thing I'm going to say about it. <laughs> nice. Enola is played by Millie Bobby Brown. Yes, from Stranger Things. And Enola is the younger sister of two guys named Mycroft and Sherlock. So you can probably see where at least some of this is going. Uh, how to best is, The best way, to, I think, to describe the movie is start with Sherlock the Benedict Cumberbatch version. Do a gender swap, set it in 1884, and add a dash of Ferris Bueller fourth wall breaking. This is fun. Which sounds very fun. Um, it, it's intense in some parts and really funny in others. It's, it, it's a fun film. Uh, so let's see. Here's a bit of the plot. On her 16th birthday, Enola, who is raised by her mother, what with father being dead at all, uh, she wakes to find her mother, who's played by Alana Bonham Carter, missing. So she summons her brothers, Mycroft, played by Sam Claflin, a guy from The Hunger Games, and Sherlock, played by some guy named Henry Cavill, uh, to help. And, and they don't, really. Uh, Mycroft tries to put her in a girls' finishing school, but Enola escapes, and the movie ensues. Uh, she gets mixed up with another runaway, Lord Viscount Bob Tewksbury. I'm kidding. His name's not Bob. Um, that's another baseball reference. So look that up if you want to. Anyway, he's being hunted because he might be the vote that shifts things for the liberals in the upcoming women's right, rights reform vote. Uh, so, okay. There, there's a plot there. And he's being chased by an assassin who is played beautifully by Bern Gorman who I think needs to be in more stuff, by the way, you know, just throwing that out there. Now there's a lot of social commentary mixed in from, you know, you can see aspects of the me too movement, aspects of black lives matter X uh, aspects of lots of liberal stuff. And I'm going to be political for a minute. Bear with me. I think it's a good thing. Uh, if you're not paying attention, you could probably miss. No, I'm kidding. You're, you're going, you're going to see this stuff, whether you want to or not. <laughs> but, you know, as the old saying goes, the opposite of progress is Congress. And <laughs> since I'd actually like us to move forward, you can guess which side of the fence I'm on. Enough of my rant. Uh, this was a very, very fun movie. And uh, I, I will admit that there are slim pickings this year. But even if we had a full slate of movies, this would be on my best films of the year list. Woo! Because it's it's really it's fun. Now, there's only one part that may not be entirely family friendly, by which I mean the kids are going to love it and the parents are going to go, oh, don't do that. You know what? The kids will be fine. It's not on screen for very long. And the dude lives. It'll be OK. So, yeah, there we go. Four films this week and a lot of news. Four films. Enola Holmes on Netflix villains catcher was a spy and the and the french connection all on hulu so you know what i'm going to recommend because we still have COVID outside stay home and watch some movies 
Captain, we're losing power in the warp engines. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, and on that unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end. I am very disappointed. Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, he's gone. My clunky.